Hey there, gamers. My name's Tommy. My name's Aaron. And welcome to the Super Pod Saga, the podcast where Aaron and I are on an endless quest, a never-ending quest to discuss every single video game topic that anyone has ever thought of. It just doesn't end. It's not... It doesn't end. This is episode f four or five, and yeah, we're still going. Going strong. Mm -hmm. And uh, today's topic is going to be video game controllers. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the weird. Um, I here's, here's how... Aaron, you've used video game controllers, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out, I guess, throughout today. Um, what I want to do is just basically like start at the earliest controllers I've touched and go through all the way to the present and we're going to talk about all the controllers we, we we can take some pit stops and talk about like third party ones if you want to or like really weird ones that's that's fine but i want to i have opinions about controllers and what makes them good and what makes them bad and we're gonna we're gonna talk about them all yeah yeah right yeah. sound good let's do it i have some really like goofy and like crappy ones written down too yes you just interject when we get to that time period just be like dude stop okay. talking right now shut up <laughs> um the first console slash controller that i remember playing was the original nintendo entertainment system did you ever play anything before that like the ColecoVision or the atari or any of those i i did play some atari like for sure tell me about the controller not much to it. It's just, uh, it's just a stick and a button. <laughs> and how was how was the stick moving? How was the stick? Where where was the button? How did was it? Did you hold the stick with your right hand and use your left thumb to hit the button, or is it the other way around? You can do it if, that, if you want to that way. Uh, I, I'm oh. left-handed, so I did the stick with my left hand, and then you are left-handed. Right. Yeah, I'm one of those scum. What a mess. I know, but uh, I remember playing a bunch of Joust and Pitfall. And uh, I mean, yeah, it seems to seem seem to work pretty well. Um, it was kind of kind of odd to play like a, a like a side scroller with that big old joystick, but it worked. At the uh, time. Later in my life, I did play an Atari, and we had the most fun playing basketball. And we we could never figure the controls out because there's only one button. So like your one button does pass and shoot and steal, and so you could like never do what you wanted to do. But it was it was still fun. Hell yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Did you uh, did you ever have an, the NES or play an actual Nintendo Entertainment System? Hell yeah, I did. That was the first. Oh, that was the first console I ever played, and then I have actually like two in my basement right now. Nice. So, hell yeah. Nice. So, what are your thoughts on the controller? Yeah, simple as could be. You know, A B, um, all the directions. Especially for like you know, Super Mario Bros. Three, it's it's everything you need right there in, in one little convenient rectangle. I disagree. It's garbage. I hate the Nintendo controller, the, the NES really? controller. Really? Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's just a big square rectangle, so you got the corners jabbing into your hands the whole time. The, the button feel and the D-pad, that's good. Those are good. But why is the start and select those little rubbery nubs? Why are they little rubber nubs? I mean, they, they also made... Uh... They made like an upgraded one later on called like the dog bone because it was kind of shape in the shape of like a dog bone, kind of like the SNES. But Excuse that was me? that was a lot better for up. sure. I gotta look this up. Oh yeah, that looks yeah, exactly look like a Super Nintendo controller. 
Yeah, it, mm. that was a pretty good one too. That looks better. That looks much better. I've never seen that, but that would be. It's even got some of them even have raised. It's raised up for the AB. That's cool. Little rubbery nubs. Little rubbery nubs. <laughs> yeah. Um. The then then it was the Super Nintendo controller, which we never had, but I I have played games on it, and I have the the Super Nintendo Mini, which I played like four times, <laughs> and definitely an improvement over the the NES. But I don't like those shoulder buttons, the the R and L. I forget they're there. Oh yeah, I do too. Um, I played a lot of those at my cousin's house. I never owned one myself either, but yeah, I remember those. Those uh, um, I remember being so used to the original NES with just A and B, having to get used to those other two buttons on there. I was like, what the hell am I gonna do with these? You can you can do more than just jump and and select. What the hell? Yeah, I never remembered that they were there because they don't. I never hold the controller with my fingers on those buttons. I still hold it with my fingers underneath. So like, yeah. If there's a game that uses it, I'm I'm effed. I can't I can't do it. <laughs> well, otherwise, it's great that they have four face buttons. I like the colors. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a it's a good one. I think um, no, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking of something different. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. Here, here is where I have a huge blind spot in my gaming history. I have almost never played those early Sega consoles, like the Genesis and, and the what have you. I can't even think of what the other ones are called. Did oh, you... and, and the Saturn? Yeah, the Saturn. There we go. Did you ever play those or, or touch those controllers? Hell yeah. The the Genesis one I, I thought was really sweet because it was like a, like an almost moon shape, mm. but it was like a little, little bit fatter. So it sat in your hand really well, and you kind of like had something to... Sounds dumb, but you had something to rest your fingers on. No, no. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then uh, it had it had so many buttons on it too. But like a lot of games made use of all those different buttons. Cause there was like it was like A B C and then X Y and length and like whatever the hell else. But yeah, what is that last yeah. one? I'm trying to see even and oh, it's X Y Z. Okay. Yeah. A B C X Y Z. Interesting. And then, what was the Saturn controller? Let me take a look at that bad boy. Saturn was uh, the, oh, the, it's I think it was the, the redone one that was awesome. Yeah. It looks, it just looks more modern. Except for the yeah. weird 3D, this, have you seen the Sega Saturn 3D controller? I'm looking it up right now. It's a giant circle. It's like you're holding a disc and it's got a stick up above and then a I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know what that is on the bottom. Is that just a giant just start a button? Handshake. We need to talk yeah. about start and select buttons because what does that even mean? Like it's it's so wild that those lasted for so long. Like start is the button that pauses the game, which interesting enough. Or like it'd be press start to start the game, and then select used to be the thing that you would go to like go through menu options. It would be the button to select the menu options, and and eventually they just changed it to like, why don't you just use the D-pad to go up and down? Why you why would you hit to select to cycle through it? What a weird thing thinking back about it. Yeah, and then I uh, start. It, it always used to be you know press press start to start the game, but I wonder when the hell it was that they started doing press A to start or like press any button to begin. Because then what I mean, I guess the start button is still there to pause and stuff, but. It's not really the start button anymore. It's more of just like hit generic button. Three line here. button or hamburger button. 
I, I see a lot of people button. call it the hamburger button. We'll get to that later, yeah. though, because that's yeah. that's in future controllers. Ooh, uh, uh, another good controller around this time period mm -hmm. was the... Um, just look up the Neo Geo controller. I, I love that little bastard. Neo little, Geo. Like, control I pad. couldn't even tell you what I'm going to... Uh, I couldn't... Let's see. Oh, little... Neo Geo mini pad. A, B, C, D? A D button? Yeah, dude. Madness. Like, little... For the actual like Neo Geo AES, the like little thumbstick actually like was like kind of clicky, like an arcade like it was like an arcade um, joystick, but it was a little thumbstick and it clicked like that, so it was like super responsive and it was sweet. Is it is it more of a sliding stick or is it still a thumbstick? It's just it's really short. It, it's still just a thumbstick. But okay, yeah, it's short. Okay, interesting. A B C D. I don't I don't know yeah. how I feel about that. But it looks neat. Still got the start and select buttons. Does it have shoulder buttons? No, it does not. Ah. Uh, well. It was before that time. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Next up for me was the PlayStation 1 controller. And that was... The PlayStation was like the first one that I played a ton of. And uh, did you ever have a PlayStation? Hell yeah, I did. Did That's you... When I first uh, came out with Final Fantasy. Ah, did you have the controller with the sticks or without? I had one of both, I'm pretty sure. I had one, yeah, like, just a normal one, and then same. I had one with uh, the Dual Shock, which had the two sticks. Yeah, we obviously used the one with the sticks because it's cooler, and then you'd pull out the one without, and you're like, what is this? It just feels, like, so thin and lifeless. Cause... Yeah, this is, the, this is the Player 2 controller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For those that don't know, the first PlayStation controller didn't have sticks. It, it only had a D-pad... X circle. Do you say X or cross? I always say X. Cross yeah, is weird. Cross is weird because I think of cross as like an up, down, left, right shape. I don't think of yeah, a like, cross. like a Jesus cross. Or yeah, Jesus exactly. Cross. Yeah, because we're we're good Christian boys. <laughs> <laughs> we only consume good Christian media, such as uh, just Doom. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've never. No, I did play like thirty seconds of Doom because they added four uh, K ray tracing on the Series X, and I was like, I'm gonna take a look to see what it looks like. And I played through a bit of the first level and was like, all right, that's enough scary game for, for now. I'm, I'm going to be done. Scary game. <laughs> At the oh, same no. time, or near oh, the no, same no, time. No. What? <laughs> I was going to add two but for the, that, that, the, the original Dual Shock of the PS1, I think, was like the. Probably what really like set the precedent for, like, for the next generations with yeah. using the two sticks. Minus Absolutely. the Dreamcast, that only had one for some reason. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the Dreamcast. Yeah. Don't you worry. But yeah, okay. the I guess yeah, the PlayStation controller was the first modern one with the two sticks, four buttons, D-pad, and then back triggers and all the shoulder buttons. Yep, all the shoulder buttons. What did uh, the analog button do on the the PlayStation controller? Oh yeah, so so on the DualShock controller, yeah. if you if you push that button. Um, and it lights up. That means that you cannot use the sticks. You can just use the D-pad. And then if 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 you press, basically, it it lets you use the uh, sticks or not. Pretty much. What? Why? Why would you it, need a button just, to turn that off and on? Why? I know for um for some early like some early uh say like side scrollers or like um something where you really need an analog control, the sticks would just really mess you up. Like if you remember in horror games where they had like um. Before you could actually move the camera in all directions, you had those like still frames or not still frames. Uh, 
you basically were just like you would move forward and then the camera would like jut into like some weird awkward angle and you'd be stuck like oh the camera's all goofed up i'm gonna go backwards because i'm still holding forward or whatever if that's that makes right. any sense at all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um that's right because back then like that was about the time that you could start controlling the camera before then you couldn't really control the camera not like you can now and that reminds me uh did you ever have you seen this kind of popped up on the internet a few years ago the review for alien resurrection for the playstation from 2000 it was one of the first games mm -hmm. that used the the stick to move the camera oh i have not Okay, let me just, it's just one sentence, and it's the, the reviewer describing how to control the game. Uh, let's see, where... Is this the right one? Oh yeah, here we go. The game's control setup is its most terrifying element. The left analog stick moves you forward, back, and strafes right and left, while the right analog stick turns you and can be used to look up and down. Terrifying! That, that is, oh my god... <laughs> that's that's how games control now, and and back then it was it was called terrifying. Oh, we'll ha we'll have to talk about uh, when we get to the Xbox. My first experience with playing a, a shooter because it was it was a mess. But um, <laughs> up next is the classic Nintendo sixty four controller. I'm oh, really yes. really curious what you think of the Nintendo sixty four controller. It's it's so weird. I've never known. Like, I guess there probably isn't a correct way to hold it, but I've always wondered if there really was. Because I know, like, Super Mario 64, the only good way to hold the controller was, like, left hand on the middle one, right hand on the right one. So you could control, like, the camera with the C buttons, and then, of course, you have your left um, on the on the movement stick. But I think other games are totally different with that. Yeah. And Zelda, too. Ocarina of Time, you needed to have your hand on the... Because the Nintendo 64 has three handles, which is so stupid. I hate the Nintendo 64 controller. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, it, it was... It's definitely one of the weirder ones out there. It, it didn't make any sense, and it still doesn't. Yeah, I, I... When I first played it, I don't remember what game we were playing, but I was so against the three handles. I was like, I'm holding it on the outside handles. I don't like that stick in the middle. I don't know why it's there. And so, like... I would just like quickly move my thumb over to the stick whenever I had to use it and put my hand back on the left one. Eventually I obviously changed, but like my first time playing it, I was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to let Nintendo were, control my life. <laughs> there were um, there were some games that like tried to change that whole thing. Like, uh, I think it was like Sin and Punishment made it so you had to hold like your left hand in the very far left one and your right hand on the far right one. Hmm. And uh, and it was just the goofiest fucking... I mean, it played well, but... Like, oh, God, that controller's just so weird. Yeah. I, I never liked playing GoldenEye either because you, you use the stick to move around and then you use the left and right bumpers, triggers, whatever, to move the camera left and right. There's no aiming up or down. There is zero aiming up and down. When you, when you fire your weapon, you... Uh, it just like randomly shoots and as you hit it more it gets closer to the target. I believe that's how it works. It doesn't make any sense. Perfect Dark was kind of the same way because it was like um I think it was like you held one of the shoulder buttons and obviously you'd stand still but you could aim in like all directions but it was weird because like the camera itself wouldn't move. You would just aim like just the gun yeah. <laughs> in different directions. 
And it was, it was the, the goofiest, wonkiest thing on the planet. The opposite of a fast-paced shooter, because you'd have to stop moving to aim. Exactly. I, I heard that Perfect Dark had a control option where you could plug two controllers in, two Nintendo 64 controllers, and you'd hold the middle section on both sides, and so you could move and use the camera that way. But I don't know if that's true or not. That sounds... <laughs> That sounds so cool and weird. I hope that's real. Yeah, it it makes sense. Like it it'd be a terrible way to control, but it it'd be better than the other way. Yeah, how how it, do you do anything? Because like you the only button you'd probably be able to hit would be like the, the Z button, like the little trigger button on the back. Yeah, both Z buttons. How would you do anything else? I don't know. I don't know. So it, I could be wrong, but I remember reading that. So I I'm just spreading the information as if it's real. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, what was also cool, or I shouldn't say cool, but different about the N64 controller was that the uh, the memory cards, if you needed like extra external memory, you connect those to the controller itself. Same with like you could plug in um, the like Game Boy reader thing to like read your Pokemon saves for like uh, Pokemon Stadium and stuff. Yeah, that could, was, you could. That was, pretty... was that where you hooked the the Game Boy cartridge? Would that go right into the controller? Um, there's well, some other there's some other um adapter that came with Pokemon Stadium that you, you would pop your cartridge into that. Okay. Uh, but that, that adapter would go to your controller, yeah. Uh, we forgot another revolution of the Nintendo 64 controller, Rumble. It was the oh, yeah. first controller to have Rumble, and it, it you had to buy a separate little pack to plug into the back of the controller, and it made it so back-heavy, too. Because it wasn't, that like, in the is. middle, or the, it was on the very back of the controller, and it was this big, chonky thing. Did, did the PlayStation controller not have Rumble? I don't think it did. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Let me Google it. Did PlayStation okay. 1 controller rumble? Because it's called the DualShock. Uh, yeah, unless maybe the DualShock was just, was just the sticks. I don't let's know. Let's see. Because, let's see, DualShock. Okay, so it was the PlayStation 2 was the first one to have DualShock. Ah, okay. The PlayStation 1, the, the... Let's see. But but past games still could use it. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, it was just this big, chonky thing that you would plug into the back. It had... There was another... They had, like, all sorts of things you could plug into the back. There was a... Oh, gosh. Let me... It, it like, gave your Nintendo 64 extra graphical power. Controller. Oh, that was the uh, that was the expansion pack that goes to the um, expansion. There's some other like that, that's part of like the console itself. I'm pretty sure there's like a little piece of plastic you just pop on there. Yes, yes. Weird. So weird. That was like goofy, goofy console. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, speaking of goofy consoles, uh, the around that time was when the Dreamcast came out, I believe. And the Dreamcast I. I played the Dreamcast exactly once in my life. I went to one person's house who had a Dreamcast. Did you play a lot of the Dreamcast? I played a little bit of it. I know there's somebody in, in the little tiny town of Chatsworth that did have a Dreamcast. We played like a lot of wrestling games on it. Mm. Weird controller. Not a not a fan of it. Uh, what's What I think is interesting is they did the A, B, X, Y positions the same way that the Xbox controller does before the Xbox. Like, 
it's pretty much the same layout as an Xbox controller, except it doesn't have the right stick. And it has, it had the, the, the cord on the bottom. Yeah, it does have the cord. Always, what was the, the thingy that you could take out of it that had the little screen? What was that called? Oh, those, those are the memory cards. The VMU. VMU. There we go. You could, um, what was sweet about those is that they had their own like, built-in battery. So some games, like like Sonic Adventure, for example, you could like save your chows to it. There's like a chow garden you could play. And and then when you're on the go, you could take the memory card out and play like a little Tamagotchi. It was basically a Nintendo Switch before the Nintendo Switch. Just basically. <laughs> significantly lower graphical fidelity power everything. Just like like a little Game Boy, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, it really you, was. You really do, you couldn't do a lot, but it had like a D-pad and like A and B on there, or something like that. But yeah, that, that was your memory card, and those were sweet. So weird, so weird. I uh, the one game I played most on the Dreamcast at this person's place, whose name I don't even remember. That was the only time I ever hung out with them. Was a Madden game, and like, what's the fun of playing a football game, right? It's like trying to call plays to outsmart the opponent to like win, right? But these two yeah. guys had it memorized for which plays you could call and how long to wait before you would throw the ball to get a touchdown every single time. And that's all they did. And I'm like, this is stupid. And I was like, I'm going to run different plays. And they're like, why would you if you already know how to score a touchdown? And I'm like, what? I, was, I think I mentioned this earlier, too. The Dreamcast only had one stick in an era where, like, two sticks was becoming the thing. And that mm -hmm. was just so freaking odd to me. Yeah, absolutely. The The Dreamcast was like in this weird place because its graphics were significantly better than the PlayStation and Nintendo 64 when it came out. Like, it blew them out of the water. And then it just didn't sell. I, I had... That one person was the only person I've ever known that owned a Dreamcast. We remind me for a second. So actually, actually the... So... In the PlayStation and 64 era, the Sega Saturn was was the console then. The Dreamcast was supposed to be in like the PS2 and all that era, mm -hmm. but it came it came before the PS2 and like it, it it sold really well in Japan, but in the U.S. like it was all right. But then people heard that that PS2 was gonna have like a DVD player in it. Oh yeah. And they were like, oh, just wait for the PS2, and then. Damn it, that did them in. They should have put a DVD player in that fucking Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, that ended Sega as a console maker, which is yeah. sad, because I, I like having more competition, but but that allowed Microsoft to get in, I guess, which is which is cool, too. Uh, going, going to that era, I guess, the PlayStation 2 controller doesn't have really any difference, does it, to, to the, the PlayStation 1 oh. controller? Just rumble. Just rumble. Yeah, that's right. They added rumble. Just rumble. That's it. And it's black, actually. And it's black. It's a good controller. I have no complaints about it. I, I, I don't mind the stick placement. Some people don't like the stick placement. But I, I It wasn't too bad to me either. Like, I've, I've played a ton of PS2 games. I've played like a little bit of the PS3. I mean, yeah, the, the sticks being right there isn't bad. But I, I kind of prefer them being apart a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
the the Xbox controller though, the original Xbox controller, what a freak. What an absolute freak. It's uh I, I said it was like the Dreamcast controller, but I forgot that it's got the black and white buttons. Yep. What? Who decided that? And they weren't like and they weren't even shoulder buttons, they were just like on the, the handle kind of like They were so far up. They're they literally look like they're just tacked on there. I could never reach them. The um the remade one um one sec. The remade one was like was really cool except yeah they put I think that was the one I'm thinking of where they put the uh the black and white buttons like on the handle or some shit like that. Um OG Xbox controller. Oh yeah, they moved them down a bit. They moved them more closer to the handle. I just found that one. Then the start and select buttons are over there too. Oof. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that one was. That's the one I remember playing a bunch of. Like I'd go to my cousin's house and we play a lot of uh, a lot of Halo and uh, what Jet Set Radio and like that was about it. But yeah, that was a good one. Really, really weird too, because like when you play Xbox games now, if you play them on like the the Xbox series systems. Like, what do you do if you have to hit the black and white button? I don't even know. I think, I'm pretty sure those equate to, like, the, the left and right bumpers. I, I've, oh, I that could be. That which, could be. Which button is, like, which bumper, but, yeah. So, uh, we're at the Xbox era, and I went to a friend's place to play Halo, and that was the first time I used the two sticks for camera and moving. And... It was impossible. It was completely impossible. I was, again, I was like, this is stupid. This is the stupidest way to control anything. None of it makes sense. Whenever I tried shooting at someone, I'd just shoot up into the sky. Uh, the only way I could kill people was camping uh, at the bottom of a staircase, and when someone came around the corner, I would just shoot straight ahead and kill them. What, do you, do you remember your first time playing a shooter with both sticks? I remember, um, I wasn't, I wasn't as coordinated with the two sticks as I am now, so I would just, like, I would move my camera into, like, you know, one direction, and I'd proceed to walk, leaving my camera in that same direction, so I'd be, like, walking, my camera would be just, like, up in, like, one of the right corners or something, like, I wouldn't move both sticks at the same time, like, you know, like a coordinated person would, I would just be, like, I'm gonna move the camera and, like, look at the floor, so I know whether or not I'm gonna... Like walk into a pit, and then I just die. <laughs> yeah. Shot to death. That's that's another thing that like kids these days don't have to deal with is we had to we had to adjust to new controllers all the time. Like every time a new console would come out, we'd have to relearn how to control everything. Where like today, every shooter X slash square reloads, Y slash triangle switches weapons. It's all. We've got it figured out now, but me and you lived through the experimenting phase where everyone was trying different things. Yeah, I remember trying to play, um, what the hell was it? Uh, there was this game on the PS2 called Dark Watch, and it was like, like a vampire shooter. And, um, I forgot what the hell the controls were for that, but it was a little bit different from like a regular, like, like, like how Halo and stuff did it. It was like a teeny bit different, but... Yeah, there, there was a lot, like a lot of learning community with that shit. My first console that was purchased for me and was my games was the GameCube. 
What are your yeah. thoughts on the GameCube controller? Uh, there's not a whole lot I can say about the GameCube controller that hasn't been said already. It's like... We haven't uh, said any of it. We haven't said anything about it yet. <laughs> All those other people's opinions don't matter. <laughs> True. Uh, remember it being so like lightweight compared hmm. to like the the Xbox controller and all those and oh my god the little C stick it was uh, so great because like uh, it was uh, I don't there were only a few games I played on the GameCube where you had to use the, the little C stick to aim but when you didn't have to use it it was totally comfortable because like it didn't uh, they didn't have those dumb like little crosshairs on the, the C stick was just great and the uh, the triggers were really sweet because you could like almost flick them in all the way and like some games would have like an extra function with that like uh like like mario sunshine like if you if you held in the triggers but not all the way down you could like still move and like shoot your water and stuff god what a controller what a great controller the gamecube controller is the best controller ever made i'm just gonna say it like the current xbox controllers are fine like they they're they're probably perfect like there's nothing wrong with them but at the time, GameCube controller, best controller, like, like, it's, like you said about the triggers, um, another interesting thing that they did that hasn't been done, instead of the sticks being in a circle container area where you can just spin them around whatever, it was an octagon, so that you could press the stick exactly forward, exactly to the right, exactly to the corners, that, that was so fun to spin around because it goes, oh, so great. The the Z button, because, you know, they had that Z trigger in the 64. They were like, what do we, we got to have a Z button. Let's just, let's just put it on the back right and put a little bump on it. <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> little, little nipple on it. Uh, D-pad, perfect. I loved the layout of the A, B, X, Y button, because the A button was big. That was your main button. And then all you had to do was, like, roll your thumb left, right, or up to hit the other buttons. It was all, like centered around the A button with everything else. Where, like, when I'm playing an Xbox game that uses all the buttons, like like Elden Ring, I've got it in the middle of everything, and I've got to f finagle it around. Oh, no, GameCube. GameCube controller, best controller. And another thing that Nintendo revolutionized with, the, with their controllers was the GameCube had the WaveBird wireless controllers, baby. It was actually, for, it wasn't, like, some shitty fucking uh, third party like uh, what, what was what was the big third party back then Mad Cats yeah Mad like, Cats oh, their controllers were just the worst that was the era of third party controllers yeah we should we should probably mention that after we talk about the the Wavebird because the Wavebird worked flawlessly it it was it was weird though because they had like the big cubes that you plugged into the GameCube and you had to cycle the little dial to select that it was in slot one or two or three and i think it went up to like 12 for some reason but it worked great i loved that was the first time we were unshackled from our consoles and we could just sit wherever we wanted and the batteries like i think it was like what two double a batteries and yeah. it lasted for quite a quite a while actually yeah really great another another good revolution from nintendo um did you what what kind of crappy third-party controllers did you ever have <laughs> oh man okay so i got a great story about one so i had i had this one like translucent white con uh, mad cats controller for the gamecube and um 
I remember um, I would use that for whenever my brother played with me, but it was either the X or the Y. No, it was the Y button. Um, the Y button got like really loose to the point where it would constantly toggle whatever the Y button was. Like if you were playing Luigi's Mansion, it would constantly toggle the map on and off. And I was like, God, like little uh, little what ten year old me, fifteen year old me was like, damn it! And I like jammed some gum into that button so it would stop fucking doing the map. And uh, then I beat Luigi's Mansion, and I was like, well, shit, I can't use this button for much else. And uh, Fuck mad cats. I don't. I I can honestly say I don't think we ever bought a third party controller. Uh, for the one hand, I was an only child, so we didn't need second controllers. But yeah, yeah, I never. I know family members and friends always had them, and they were so bad. The sticks sticks never worked right. Buttons stuck everywhere. They always had a turbo button. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember. I forgot about that. That's right. They always did have that fucking turbo button for no reason. Oh, I just typed in Mad Cat's turbo button, and they're gross. There's so many. Or it was like a switch that you would flip so that you could hit a button real fast. It's so... Oh! And I remember that one controller that I had for the GameCube, like, the... So the normal, like, the original GameCube controller, like, the thumbstick was, was great. It was all, like, rubber. Had those, like, those little rings on it for traction. Oh, it was great. But the, uh, the Mad Cat's controller... It was it was just like all plastic. Uh, there was like one like one small ring of like rubber in the middle, but then like like the very middle was like a little nipple of plastic. <laughs> it sucked. It was awful. Fuck that controller. Yeah, f that controller. Uh, Stupid. Before we get to the more modern controllers, I think it's time for an ad break. What do you think, Aaron? Let's do it. Ad break. Today's podcast is sponsored by Vandenberg Eggs. You haven't had eggs until you've had eggs from the Vandenberg Farm. The Vandenberg Farm has over 7,000 chickens that free roam. No cages for these chickens. They wander freely over 37 acres of woodlands. They, they have their own society. They have schools, hospitals, their own culture. They make music. These are free chickens. What? They have a currency. Yes, they have a currency. The They protect the eggs with their lives, and, and the Vandenberg family hires Navy SEALs to go in and retrieve the eggs for the consumers who are you. These are high-quality eggs. They are stolen from their homes, and and it's a, it's a never-ending war over this acreage for these eggs. Vandenberg eggs, you won't find any better. I love it. Back to the podcast. Thanks, Vandenberg Eggs. <laughs> um, yes, thank you. For, the, for all your sacrifices. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> for all your sacrifices. The, the, next, uh, the next controller I had was the PlayStation 3 controller. And that was... It's, it's weird, because they went from... Uh, the PlayStation 1 controller was pretty perfect... And then they didn't change anything with the PlayStation 2 controller. And then... Except, hey, 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 they added vibration. They added vibration. But then with the PlayStation 3, they removed the vibration in the first generation of PlayStation 3 controllers. They literally said, gamers don't want vibration. And we were all like, 
yes we do <laughs> and they they eventually had to add it back in but those first ones were so light because there was no rumble in them uh it had the six axis where you could you could t turn it and tilt it and stuff it, it wasn't like the wii where you could swing it around it could only sense which direction it was facing and it had the worst triggers i've ever experienced in a video game controller it's it's hard to describe but they were like these flimsy things that like worked on a hinge it wasn't like a button that you pressed it was like a hinge that you would you would squeeze in you would you would flip it back and forth it was so bad that like all the shooters that came out for the playstation would use r1 and l1 for your zooming in and shooting because the triggers were just unusable for for shooter games for them wasn't it basically just like it was the exact same as the r2 and l2 but yeah they were basically yeah yeah it was just a weird hinge thing um the xbox wait what what were you gonna say i was gonna say i had some controllers written down i wasn't paying attention to my full list i had some controllers written down that i totally forgot about but i can say to the end no do it now oh my gosh tommy look up the controller for the atari jaguar you won't regret it okay atari jaguar it's the worst piece of garbage ever. I don't know, because I just remembered another one that we have to talk about. Oh my gosh. Okay, so wait, what's the Jag... Is the Jaguar a home console that you plug into the TV? Yeah, it was like... It, it was in the generation of like the Super Nintendo and stuff, I'm pretty sure. It's got a number pad on it. Yeah, so what's what's really cool and stupid about that was like... Some games would include like a little... um little cardboard cutout that you would put over that and they would tell you like Shut what buttons do what yeah um let me see if i can find one we yeah, had the different buttons would do certain things like and it would just be the dumbest garbage too because there's already six base buttons like you don't need those number buttons for anything else no and it's just um, like it's it's like the the xbox 360 keyboard that you could plug into it yeah basically what a bizarre um, thing I know there were some games that used that, and it was just they didn't do anything at all. Um, and the next, the next one I have for you is the Amiga CD32. <laughs> this was a classic. A it was classic Amiga. Oh no, that's not cool. What? Wait. That's the. Oh, it's got a play pause button, and. Ooh, that's an ugly-looking D-pad. Wait, what are these buttons? What do the buttons say? I I'm genuinely asking, what do the what do the colored buttons say? I can't read it. Here, let me get mine pulled up. Uh. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so yeah, so so the red one looks like a little download symbol. Um, the blue one is like a square, <laughs> like stop. <laughs> The yellow is, I think it's supposed to be like, no, it's not rewind. It's like go back, I think. Um, and then the green is, it says one, two, three. <laughs> I, just, I just want to say that again, because I found one that actually explains what the buttons, what the buttons are. Yes, the red one, <laughs> the red one is a down arrow with a line underneath the arrow. The, the blue one is just a square. It's just a square, and that's on the right side, so it's the opposite of the PlayStation. The red button is on the bottom. 
the yellow button is on the top, and it's like it's like a rectangle with an arrow going around. It's it's in, and the arrow is pointing on the top to the right, and then the green button, which is on the left side, says <laughs> one two three, and the one is on the top. The three is on the bottom left of the one, and the two is on the bottom right of the one. Wait, no, it's different. It's different based on different controllers. I was looking at a different one. Are you looking at the weird U-shaped one? That's the one I was looking at. Yeah. Okay, so the U-shaped one, they're they're arranged differently, but they're still the same, the same buttons. What is this? Who who made this? That was Amiga really Panasonic. One of those. Oh my gosh, horrible. Oh, and I... yeah, my bad. Oh, uh. Then the last one I have for you is the Turbo Graphics 16. Turbo Graphics 16 controller. It's like a. It reminds me of an NES controller. It, it looks like it's got the little rubber nubs. But what are the? Oh, it's a one and a two instead of A and B. What are this? What are the? What are the sliders? It was basically like uh, like like Turbo again, kinda. It was like. Uh, it's the turbo um, graphics. Oh, what the hell is the actual word for him? Um, oh, I forget. Um, I was just watching a video on, uh, on like collecting for those. God, what the hell were those called? I don't um, know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 skip it. Okay. Uh, one I thought of just now. Obviously, I've never touched. I probably will never touch. Is the Virtual Boy controller? Have you seen the uh, the Virtual Boy controller? Who needs who needs dual sticks when you can have dual D pads? <laughs> I that's the only controller I think that exists that has two D pads, one on the left and one on the right. And it's just it's just so weird looking. It's like if they took the um. It's like if they took the uh, like the Dual Shock. And then they just kind of like stretched it out like it was like silly putty. Like there's like they just really stretched it. Like they warmed it up and stretched it, and then it was like just yeah, yeah, really ugly. Speaking of ugly, do you remember the Boomerang PS3 controller? Yeah, the prototype one. Yeah, the prototype. I mean, obviously prototypes are like they're all weird, but this one was like seen as legitimate, and it is hideous it, i i am glad that they didn't go with that design because it's it's like the longest handles you could think of and in the grossest shape like it does not look like something you can hold and use where where are the triggers at i think it's only got one i can't see the back but it looks like just from from looking it looks like it just has one i know there aren't very many images of it yeah what, what might have been that would yeah. have been a whole console generation of that yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I know a lot of people consider the Xbox 360 controller to be the best controller, and I disagree with that, them. That one was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was, it, was it was very good. Comfy and cozy. The, the only issue I have is it's the worst D-pad ever made. Oh, they actually they made it better later on, actually, because, like... Rather than making it like one big circle or whatever it was, they made it so you could like rotate it, and it would like it would like protrude more like a traditional D-pad. So you had like just up and down, left and right. Was that on the 360 or was that the Xbox One? 
That was the 360, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I, I'd only played my college roommate's one. Oh, you're right, yeah, it was. Wow, that's a very modern-looking Xbox 360 controller. But that first D-pad, it was basically just like a big circle, and it was just squishy whenever you would press it in a direction. It's yep. just real squishy, which you don't want in, in controllers. I don't know if you... It's, it's surprising, because... I I have one in the garage, and whenever I pick up the controller, I'm like, oh, this actually feels kind of weird, just because I've been using the Xbox One and Series X controllers, but it actually feels weirder in the hands than, than you would expect because of the the, the handles. I, I, you walking out to your garage sometimes, because for no, you walk out to your garage, <laughs> and you pick up the controller, and you're just like... <laughs> Uh, I just stand there and I'm like, yep. I just stand there and I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this was the oh, time. Oh baby. <laughs> and then you go down and you leave. The, no, the door opens and my wife walks in and she's like, what are you doing? And I throw it down. And I'm like, I, I'm looking at porn. <laughs> and she's like, oh thank goodness, I thought you were touching the 360 controller again. God, how many times have we talked about that? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, here's another one that should be not not really like a sin, but like it's just weird. Um, mm -hmm. you're, you remember the Ouya? <gasps> oh my gosh! When they first announced the Ouya, I was a believer. I was like, like, "This is a good idea. This is going to be really cool." And wasn't it, wasn't it just all mobile games or something? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it ran the the that day and age is android so it was the same it was the same exact interface as a phone and it ran those exact like you could just open up the android store on there and then play and download those games man and, i'm having flashbacks of uh of android ice cream sandwich yeah all those, those were good games. days they they had the idea was there was like three options when you first open up the console it would be play purchase or create and you were able to you were supposed to be able to just create games right on the console and then put them up in the store but that never that never came to be and the buttons are stupid it's the xbox 360 layout but the buttons are o a u and y that spell out ouya and it goes in a counterclockwise The worst part I remember hearing was that you had to take, it was really, yeah. So the batteries went in the handles and you would have to take the left and right tops of the controllers off. You would peel those off to put the batteries in, which you don't like, want to be. Like the actual like top, like the whole face plate? Like the, the whole, whole face plate, yeah. But it would be the left and the right because the middle stayed still. So you would, you would have to maneuver it over the stick and the buttons when you took it off. God, what a time. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was big. It was like the biggest Kickstarter of the time when it came out. And then, yeah, it never, never took off. What a shame. Um, back to the era we were in, the Nintendo Wii controller, which we have talked about at length, and I... There's not much else, there's genuinely not much else we can add. Motion controls, the most insane button mm -hmm. layout you can think of. Speaker. Speaker, a speaker in it, that was the first speaker. But in, insanely revolutionary for other 
other competitors and for themselves because they stuck with those motion controls through and through. Like they even you even used the Wii controllers on the the Wii U when when that came out, which was yeah. awfully awfully confusing to me as a consumer because they revealed the Wii U and they showed the tablet and I was like, whoa, so everyone's going to have that tablet? And they were like, no, no, only one per system. Only one person can use the tablet. And I'm like, what? But, but, who, what? Did you have a Wii U? I do have a Wii U still, actually. You have yeah. it. Tell me, tell me about that. I've never touched one. Tell me about the, the tablet controller. Honestly, it's not bad. It's, it's kind of cool because, like, you don't, you don't have to play it on your TV. You can just play whatever you want, like on the little tablet, like the gamepad. And like, like I bought it because I wanted to buy a shit ton of the virtual console stuff because it has uh, tons of N64. Yeah, it has DS games on it because you can play. See, really? Like the, yeah, you can use the little, little um, the touch screen on the little tablet for like the bottom screen. Oh, it's so cool! And it has like tons of GBA games. Um, the only, like. Not to get too much into the Wii U, like it's a shame it didn't work out, but it's super slow sometimes to like load, load games or even just to like even the home screen from a game. It takes just forever, like it, it's slow. But otherwise, yeah, it, it's the buttons are all fine. It's weird the the control sticks are like so far apart, obviously, because the tablet's also really horizontal. But it ain't bad. I uh. I think the Wii U was a fantastic idea that had so many possible creative ways to play games. And um, I haven't told the story about when the Wii U came out on, on our podcast, have I? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I was in college at the time, and I was taking a video game journalism class in school, which was super great, one of my favorite classes. And one one guy got the Wii U when it first came out and so like the next day we had the class everyone was like swarmed around him and we we're like what's it like tell us everything and and he said that it was incredible he said it was amazing he was like this is going to revolutionize gaming because all he had was Nintendo Land and he was like the the way that you can do two player games is is incredible because one player can look at things on their screen and they're playing like a totally different game than the second player who's using the TV and there was, I remember Zombie U, uh, yep. you had to, whenever you wanted to open the menu and look at your inventory, it would, the, the game on the screen would like pause or whatever, and you'd have to look down at the tablet. Well, it wouldn't pause. That was the thing, it was a wouldn't pause. You would look down at your tablet to rearrange things, and, and there were still zombies that could come and get you on the main screen. Or, or for a lot of games, it was just a map. But still, that's really cool to have the map at all times for you just look down on it. I thought it was a neat idea. I'd love to touch one someday. Yeah, you feel all over it, man. It's, it's not bad. Like it's it, it's kind of clunky and like like unwieldy sometimes, but it's not bad. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then. Uh, the, the Xbox One controller, which I think is Microsoft's PlayStation One controller, where they really just nailed it, and, and it's going to be their design that they use going forward. That one that one had a better D-pad, right? Was that the Xbox One? Yeah, controller? yeah. It was only four directions, and it was much clearer. Yep. Like, yeah. Not bushy at all. Have one of those. Yeah, and it, it had, like, the... 
the handles had some grippies on it, which felt real good. But they got rid of the start and select button, which which is going to get it negative points for me. They they instead have it be the hamburger button and the two rectangles button. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Because I I'm still, to this day, can't remember which one is which. I have to look down at the controller whenever it says press the this button. I don't remember the start. I, yeah, I always remember that start is the uh, is the three lines because one of our um whenever our kid plays the uh, the the Xbox we have downstairs, um he always just says you know you know press the three lines to start you know press press the three lines to pause the game press the three <laughs> lines you know save quit you know all that stuff so I've yeah it's, that's just I still I still call it start and select them. yeah yeah because uh, press the three lines just instead of saying press start. There's an unnecessary still, change. It doesn't serve any other purpose besides being plus or being press. Oh my god! Besides being start and select, like why, why fix it if it ain't broke? Like it's no. Eh? Um, speaking of fixing what ain't broke, the PlayStation continued their tirade of we have to add things and put a giant touchpad in the middle of the PlayStation Four controller. Uh, oh yeah. I've only like I've only played a PlayStation 4 once and I didn't even use the touchpad cuz the game didn't use it, but it feels nice. It's 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 got a nice smooth texture and it clicks in. The whole thing clicks in, which is weird, but it just feels so out of reach. It's a PS4 touchpad. Uh yeah, it'd be cool if they made it smaller and not yeah, so out of the way. And it'd be cool because you could use it like a mouse wheel to like switch weapons or like, uh, I guess like a trackpad basically just use it to like rearrange your inventory or like goof around on the screen or something. Um, they could have done a whole lot more with that than they did. I think it was only used in like what until dawn and like that's it. And uh, it was it was used as the map button for like every game where you would just touch it and it would bring up the map. It's it's one of those things that was like I feel like it was a problem that didn't need to be solved. Like in the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 era is when control schemes really became standardized and, and everyone knew exactly what button did what. And so then they add this big touchpad in the middle and no one really knew what to do with it. There was really like yeah, nothing really you could do with it. Uh, they had that light bar on the... Uh... Mm. PS4 controller as well, and that, that was kind of a cool idea because I mean you could use that to signal, you know, when it's low on battery or like you're low on health in a game. But like at the same time, you could just do that in the game. Yeah, the yeah. It was it was for motion stuff too, and it had they put the speaker in. They put a speaker in it so that sounds could come out of it, which is cool. I I like speakers and controllers. I like the it's good for horror games because they can make whispers come at you. Yeah, remember that now. Um. What the fuck game was it? It was uh, it, it was it was one of the um, no, never mind. I'm, I'm thinking of the no, yeah. Uh, there was one uh, Fatal Frame game on the uh, the Wii U, I think, and there was a speaker on the gamepad. I'm pretty sure, and yeah, it would just like make spooky sounds whenever you went to like grab an item or something stupid. Yeah, not a fan. Wouldn't be able to do that. One controller I want to talk about before we get to modern day controllers is the Steam controller. Have you ever held a Steam controller? 
never held one. Let me see if I remember this one, because I... It sounds familiar. Steam. I own one, so I will be able to describe it in great detail. It is a controller made by Valve, the Steam. Oh people. my god, I remember that. Uh, it was like they Ugh. they designed this to be like the last controller that ever needed to be made. Like it was, it was supposed to last for decades. Like this is the last controller you'll ever need. And I kind of agree with them. It's it's an incredible piece of technology, like. Where other controllers are like, we're arranging the buttons and sticks so that you can use all the buttons and sticks. Steam was like, we're going to make a controller filled with so much technology that even we can't keep track of it all. Um, like, it has its own menu in the Steam uh, store, and you can tweak and change literally hundreds of settings. Like, it's got two touchpads. On the top, two big circular touchpads, only one stick, and then A, B, X, Y. It's got a left and right trigger, which do the clicky, like the uh, GameCube controllers. And then it's got L, it's got another bumpers. And what's really neat is, like, the proper way to hold this controller. We haven't really talked about this, but with, like, every controller, I have my index fingers on the triggers. Is that what you do, too? Yeah, for the Steam controller, you have your middle fingers on the triggers and your index fingers on the bumpers. That's the proper way to hold it. And it just it just feels right. It just makes sense. I know that sounds weird, but it, it feels good. And it's got two little paddles on the back, which I never use because I don't like how they feel. Um, it's got motion control, tons of motion controls, and the touchpads are insanely sensitive and and good feeling like you can you can set it so that the outer edge of the touchpad does different things than the intersection of the touchpad so you can have it be where like if you touch the outer pad it does something if you press down on the outer pad it does something if you go from outer pad to inner it does something you can like customize it like crazy i saw one person do where it was a, a shooter game, and they had it so that when they tilted the controller to the side, the character in the game would hold their gun up, and then they could switch around attachments on it. Or, um, only recently, like within the last year, they people discovered a new control type that you could do for shooter games called Flick Stick. Have you, have you heard of Flick Stick? No. No, not like that. Not like that. Not not like skate. Um, it's so you hold the controller normal, and then the left stick it decides whether you're looking. If you press the stick forward, you're looking straight ahead. If you press the stick down, you immediately look directly behind you. And if you press it left, you immediately look to the left. And what you do is like if someone's shooting at you from behind you. You push the stick down, you're immediately looking behind you, and then you use motion controls to aim where you want to go. It's it's insane, but it's like the fastest way to to control a shooter with a controller that isn't mouse and keyboard. No, yeah, I feel like they should do that kind of control scheme with the Switch Pro controller, but we'll get yeah. to that guy. Yeah, you totally could. Um, what else was there? There was there was a there was something else I wanted to mention about it, but I can't remember right now. But yeah, the Steam controller... Oh, I... After everything I say about it, I only used it for two games on my PC. I use it for Rocket League, 
because with the right with the triggers being clicky, I have it be where I pull it in a little bit for the gas and then I click it all the way in for boost. That works that's really well. That's that's super fun. And and then I use it for civilization because I just use the touchpad to move the mouse around and move the map around. It it just feels really good. There 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 are small use cases where it's like the best control scheme for things and and I love it. And they stopped making it. You can't buy anymore. They 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 stopped producing them. Why? They said it was going to be the best controller on the planet. I know. And then they made it. Everyone who wanted one bought one. And then they were like, well, I guess no one else wants one, so we'll stop making them. <laughs> Typical. That, that's not like balance. I mean, with everything else. Like, oh, man, people sure do love that Team Fortress 2. Man, they're still playing it here in 2022. Better stop updating it. Or the Steam Link. I have a Steam Link, too. And... And they one day they were just like, yeah, we're gonna stop making it. So, but we got to get rid of this inventory. So you can just buy them for a dollar. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the Steam Link before. Uh... It's uh, I have one of those too. I was really into buying everything Steam for a while. It's just a little box that you plug into your TV, and then it streams from your PC to the TV. PlayStation TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly like that. And I've never been able to get it to, to stream good. I don't know if my internet isn't good enough or what, but I yeah, I've just never it's never been it's never been the same as just playing it on the PC. But we're talking about controllers. And right. what what modern controllers should we start with? Sony PlayStation or Sony uh, Microsoft or Nintendo? You're talking about like, like the newest gen? The newest, consoles? the newest yeah. gen. Um the only one I have experience with well I guess I've never touched the PS5 controller, so we, we can start with that and get that out of the way. Yeah, good idea. Uh, I, th what do you think of how that one looks? That was that was controversial when it came out, with just how it looked. There's there's so many articles I've read. Like for this, I, I looked up a thing for like you know best controllers ever made to see how other people thought of the GameCube controller, and so many thought that the PS5 controller was like the absolute best they've ever. Like they were held in their hands. Really? And the different, like the regular white one, just looks so odd. Like it reminds me of, uh, just like there's like a, like a bipedal robot, but like the the other colored ones, like if it's like black or like blue, like any other color looks kind of alright. I, I still think they look weird. the The white controller is Mass Effect the controller. That thing fits. Yeah. You could yeah. throw it into a Mass Effect game, and it would look exactly like it belongs. Or like, uh, I'm getting kind of like like Titanfall vibes, kind of. Yeah, reminds me yeah. Of like, uh, yeah. It's it's um, an attempt at a modern controller, but they went too far into the future, and we're not ready for that yet. Yeah, and it's like it's it, it looks kind of cool in other colors. The white one, like you said, yeah, it's like it's like an uncanny valley kind of thing. Like it looks like something. Like it looks like what it is, but it doesn't at the same time. It's just it's so odd. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they made the touchpad a bit smaller, which is good. Um, but the big the big draw was the the what do they call it Dual Sense the Dual Sense yeah. part of it which I really want to feel someday because people say that it's like revolutionary uh, but also like destroys your hands like when you play a Call of Duty it it shakes with the the bullets going and it'll like change based on how many bullets are left in the gun until it it goes out or or the when you fire a, a bow. It has like the triggers have resistance, and so it like uh, 
oh. you, you pull it part way and then eventually it'll just snap and it'll snap down and it, it apparently feels really good but Aaron and I have never felt the the warm touch of a PlayStation 5 controller <laughs> pleasure of sleeping with one in my bed <laughs> someday I remember, I remember it wasn't well, I guess this is kind of different but like wasn't the Xbox One controller, like, heavily touted for having, uh, was it called haptic feedback in the triggers? Yeah, in the triggers. And let me tell you, uh, it is not haptic feedback. The triggers just vibrate. That's it. The The only okay. game I've seen use it is uh, Forza. And it'll, they'll vibrate based on if your, like, tires are sliding. Which is genuinely helpful because, like, it starts as a little vibration and it gets to a lot if you lose control. So I can actually use that to tell how to better take turns but it's not i wouldn't call it haptic it's just it's just varying strengths of vibration oh man i could i could talk all day about the the switch pro controller though do it if we're gonna i'm gonna oh, go man. i'm gonna go grab mine quick so i can have it in my hand while you talk about it i've got mine too um so, I, mean, I like i like the xbox one controller but my hands Especially my left hand, because I, I fucked up the tendon in it a while ago. Um, my hand does tend, tend to get kind of crampy on the Xbox One controller, but like the Switch Pro controller, I could hold that thing like all I could hold like I get Edward Sis or uh, Edward uh, Forty hands two of these and never get sick of it. Um, I like that the um, uh, what is it? What do they call it? The HD Rumble. Um, every now and again, like guy. Uh, uh, like some some games use it like in really really like cool ways like uh was it Zelda used it for um like when you throw bombs it would kind of like like rumble yeah. when your bomb explode or yeah. like um what's also cool is like like in Smite um your controller will kind of like it will use the HD rumble in, in a cool way when you're low on health it'll like kinda like be like a heartbeat but not like other older games used to do it like actually uses the HD rumble to like in different strengths, um, but no, then I, the D-pad is great. I, yep. um, I, I, I kind of, if there's one complaint I have about the Switch Pro controller though, it's that the, uh, sometimes I'm trying to press like, like the plus or select for for, uh, or for uh, pause or minus for start or select. I'll sometimes hit the home button or the fucking capture button. And I have so many accidentally taken captures because I, I just want to open the map or some shit. Exactly the same with me. I, I have a couple complaints about the Switch Pro Controller. That's absolutely one of them because those yeah. home and plus minus buttons don't stick out. They're flush with the the face of the controller. So you, you kind of, yeah, you can, you can easily accidentally hit them. Um, I don't like that the handles are of a different material and disconnected from the rest of the controller. It just... I just don't like how it feels. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I don't like that line between them. Like ours is kind of starting to not separate, but I can just feel the difference, and I don't like it. I don't like ZL and ZR as the trigger buttons. That that's just a. Uh, it doesn't make sense in my brain. What I am noticing though is when I flip it backwards, the letters are facing you. That's neat. Oh. They're not what? upside down. Um. And I can never get used to I the Xbox is my controller, so the A B X Y being reversed always gets to me every time. I get that, yeah. I always like 
I, I don't ever keep track of like the actual like letters and the buttons. Also, remember like their positions, because like any game that goes from like Xbox to the Switch, it'll it'll be like the same. Well, no, I guess because the button positions are different on the Xbox. It's the, yeah, he's on the bottom. Yeah, they're the op. They're flipped. A, B, and X and Y are flipped. Forget what I said then. Fuck. All <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of. No, the, the, the otherwise, yeah, the Xbox like Series X slash Xbox One controller is like it, it is really good though. They're different, you know, the Series X and Xbox One controllers. Yeah, because isn't. Um, I know that they, they added, like, the extra grippies on, like, the Series X. Yes. Um, and uh, also had the, uh, the share button in the middle, which, which is cool to have, it like, just one button, just... just... Yeah, the, the grippies, it's got grippies on the back of the triggers and, like, a tiny little bit on the bumpers. But I will say, I've had mine for two years, and the grippies on the right trigger are basically gone on the bottom. So I've got no more grippy there. Those wear away after time. Um, and... The, the sticks have little grippies around the outside and once again like just on some edges of it they've they've wore away which is to be expected I'm not expecting them to last forever but it's it's just something to take note of same and uh one thing I forgot to mention too is like with the uh, the original Xbox one controller the the bumpers were like super super fragile like over really? at first. Yeah, I remember, like, at first they were cool, but I played, like, a lot of Killer Instinct back in the day, which really used those bumpers, and I'd abuse the crap out of them, and they just stopped working. And I have, like, maybe two original Xbox One controllers, where, like, it's either the left or the right bumper that just stops working. So, huh. if you're playing Minecraft and you're trying to cycle through your toolbar, you have to use the opposite one and just kind of, like, go all the way right, and then, you know. But the, the newer... Like Xbox One and Series X controllers, though they they redid those bumpers and they're they're far better. They're really and it's slightly smaller. You you don't notice it when you like first hold it, but if you switch between the Xbox One and Series X controller, they are slightly smaller. I I can't tell you in what direction. You can just tell when you hold it. Uh, also, I love that they made the new the newer like the yeah I guess the current gen like Series X controllers backwards compatible. With the One X, like I think that's oh, are they that's really? Badass. Yeah, like I I have two Series X controllers connected to my uh, OG Xbox One, and yeah, there's no issues at all. They work just like any other one controller. It's great. I I do the opposite. I don't have an Xbox One, but I have an Xbox One controller that we use with the Series X. Yeah, <laughs> three sixty controllers don't work though. Oh, we got a. Gosh, I just looked to my left and I saw my PSP. Oh, we're talking about handhelds now? I mean, we might as well. They're, do yeah, those count as controllers? Why not? They have okay. controls on them. Then we got... Okay, wait. First, we we still need to talk about the Joy-Cons with the Switch. Because we haven't talked oh, about them yet. That's like the main control method that everyone has. Uh, hot garbage. The, the Joy-Cons. Yeah, Fuck those sticks. Fuck the sticks, the sticks are bad. D-pad is bad. Oh so squishy like it's not a real d-pad and like no. it'd be fine if it was firmer but it's it's super squishy i love the idea though that you can turn it on its side and use it as a controller that's yeah. that's a super cool idea but it makes it it makes both options feel bad because not one of them is is like the main way to control it um hd rumble awesome love hd yep. rumble 
and uh, I like motion controls. Yeah, yeah, motion controls are good. It's got it's got an infrared camera on the bottom, which <laughs> like oh. they added that before having any games that do anything. So they were really thinking of the future. Uh, one thing that's used for is when you play um, Ring Ring Fit Adventure you can hold your thumb on it and it measures your heart rate so it can tell how much of a workout you're doing. Sure. Oh, one thing I've always wondered about, not just the Joy-Con, but like the, the Pro Controller as well, that, that ring around the home button, it, it feels oh. to me like there could be like a little LED. There is. It's never, it's never done it. Like, what is it? What does it do? Like I, I've seen, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think it only does blue. I could be wrong. Like I've I've seen videos on like I've wondered I've I've been kept up late at night about this like I just woke up in sweats <laughs> what does that ring do and I've seen videos where people will like will crack open their Joy Cons or controller and they'll get it to actually work and uh, I mean I I guess it, it does work but like they'll keep it activated so it glows all the time so like it, it does there is for sure an LED in there but like. What what, are, what does it do, Nintendo? Like, make it work. <laughs> remember, remember when they were like, "Hey, we added a Bluetooth, or we turned on Bluetooth headphone capability." It was yeah. in there the whole time. We just decided to turn it on after five years. Oh yeah, that's true. This, the Switch <laughs> is such a weird, weird console. I love it. It's it's incredible, but it's so weird. It's <sighs> it is really weird. Yes. Free that. Free the LED, Nintendo. Um, Free the yeah, LED. <laughs> uh, I guess we got to go to handhelds. Um, uh, so, yeah, the first, I guess, is the Game Boy, right? Pretty sure. Yeah, we're, we're not counting anything before the Game Boy. That's, f fuck them. They're not real handhelds. They're not real, real pro gamers like no, us. No, no, no. My grandma had a Game Boy, so I got to play a Game Boy every time I went to her house in Minnesota. So that was like... Uh, three or four times a year. Four double A batteries in that bad boy. That was a chunky, oh. chunky boy. That was a chunky boy. Holy cow! But that felt like like holding just an absolute brick. Yeah, just an actual. Yeah, like... literally. I just and every time it runs out batteries, you got to find four double A batteries to replace it with. Uh, but yeah, it just had a D pad. A B worked totally fine. Yeah. Especially, yeah, because every, everything was side. Well, I guess you, you couldn't do anything besides a side scroller, obviously. I forget what I was going to say. I, uh, my grandma had Top Gun for the Game Boy. The yeah, Top Gun. It was, oh my gosh. It, it, <laughs> I, so, you know, the Game Boy graphics were very limited. Imagine playing a, 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 uh, dog, what's it, dog fighting. It was an actual yeah. dog fighting game where you would fly through the air and try and shoot other jets. And it was literally just little blips on the screen that you could see every once in a while. And it was Ugh. really, really it was hard to play. Green. <laughs> all puke green. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, puke green. What a weird choice. But fun, fun little thing. Ooh. And then we go to the, uh, there, there were, like, other iterations of the Game Boy in between that and the color. Like, there was, like, the Game Boy Light and, like, Game the Game Boy, Boy Pocket. Yeah. They were just smaller, pretty much. Yeah, one, had, one had a backlight. Yeah, Game Boy Color was just the same as a Game Boy, except slimmer, and everything was in color. Yeah, and I mean, it was, it was cool. It, 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 I, I miss the days of uh, hooking up the old connector cable and, like, playing with people that way, but 
Man, that was so cumbersome. Like, hey, do you want to trade Pokemon? Nope, grab my cable. Well, fuck. Oh, and then all the different... It was just a mess of options, because they had the mystery gift, too. Oof. Oof. But then... And then you, and you could only evolve Haunter to Gengar by training, yeah, and it's so stupid. Match so up stupid. to Match Champ, yeah. Those, they knew what they were doing, that Nintendo. Um, but then, the, the Game Boy Advance, which probably has the biggest library of any handheld system. I'd say so, yeah. yeah. And they added the left and right uh, bumpers, or L and R buttons. Um, I never had the original Game Boy Advance, the the wide one, but it looked super mm. cool. I, I had the it, Game Boy Advance SP, which is a sexy, that was also little, thing. sexy little thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I... The original Game Boy Advance was hell yeah. It was it was a chunky boy a little bit, but it was great. It, no, it was no backlit com- screen either. Oh yeah, that's that right. wasn't until the SP. What does SP stand for? Uh, uh, uh Super Pro. I don't really know. Game Boy Advance SP. And then I remember with uh, Pokemon Fire and Leaf Green, they came out with that wireless transmitter, so you could do things wirelessly, and that was just mind-boggling. Special. Stands for special. Oh. Well, alright. <laughs> and then uh, Nintendo went insane again and made the DS. Don't forget about the Game Boy Micro. The, the Game Boy Micro also existed. <laughs> yep. It's the same, though. Yeah, the, the DS, though. <laughs> the DS, man. I don't even know. Obviously, the touchscreen and... Uh, um, Street Pass was that in the game with the DS or was that the 3DS? That's the 3DS. Okay, then I didn't say it yet. Uh, I yeah. never, I never felt comfortable holding a DS because it just felt like it weighed just too much to hold it in your left hand and the stylus in the right hand. The, the original one was just ugly. It was so ugly. Yeah, ugly as sin. Saying something I couldn't. Yeah, it, it was ugly as sin for sure. It was just. Yeah, I remember like when they first revealed it, and it looked kind of futuristic. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." It reminded me of, like an old like Nokia like flip phone, but and then yeah, ugh. I don't know why, but I didn't know. I never saw that original DS. I had gotten the DSi, and then I went to a cousin's house, and they had the original DS, and I was like, "What is this? Is this?" And they're like, "It's a DS," and I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> and then they turned it on, and I was like, "Why does it look like this?" Speaking of Nokia, yeah, you gotta you gotta check out the, the Nokia. N-Gage. N-Gage, yeah, the little taco. We gotta we gotta talk about the N gauge because that was an ugly thing. It it uh it was a phone, uh, phone slash game console if you want to call it that. <laughs> and, That's exactly what it was. And to switch games, you had to take the battery out, which is a choice. <laughs> and <laughs> instead of you know like normal phones you hold the screen up to your face not with the end gauge the talky part in the speaker was on the top so you had to hold it sideways up to your face and the screen would face in front of you awful ugly thing i don't even man skip skip (laughs) the the psp came out after the ds and i i have one i think the PSP. Was... No, say what you're gonna say first. 
I say it's super ahead of its time, but uh, please continue. Massively ahead of its time. This thing has... The DS, I would say, had, like, Nintendo 64-level graphics. And the PSP had... It was between PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3-level graphics at the same time. But we're here to talk about the controls. And I... It has good L and R buttons that I'm hitting right now. D-pad, X, square, triangle, circle, all good. The stick was awful because it wasn't a stick. It's a little it's a little circle that slides left and right and around and stuff. And I lost mine at some point. So I just have a little, a little nub, a little nipple that I push around. And that digs into my thumb after a while. So why did you do that, Sony? <laughs> there was one... It was either a Metal Gear or like some other shooter game, but obviously you didn't have that like bright stick to move your camera, so you had to use the D-pad to like move your character, and then the uh, uh, triangle, square, X, circle. Those were yeah. your like, stick basically, and that was a mistake. <laughs> it was like that for uh, Battlefield. There was a unique Star Wars Battlefield game for the PSP, and yeah, use the the face buttons to control the camera. Um, it still has start and select. It's got dedicated volume buttons, and it's got a little square button and a music button, which I don't remember those or what they do. I I also forget. I remember there being like a home a home button to go back to like the home screen. Yep. Home button. And on the side, the power button is super weird. It's a little thing that you flip up and then it goes back down to turn it on. But you can also press it down and it'll go into hold mode so that you don't accidentally hit any buttons while it's in your while it's in your pocket. That's right, and then I. Uh, let me grab my request. I know there was um, there were there was like a certain model you could like connect to your TV, and you would use, you would use like the PSP, on its own like as a controller like that was that was yeah awesome. yeah you could use it as a PlayStation controller. I need to find a what do you, you have your did you find your PSP? Yep, I have it right here. What game is in it? Um. I hope you. I hope you can hear this. I'm gonna click it open. Hear that? No, no. But I'll do mine when it's my turn. Uh, mine is Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together. Ah. Okay. Ready? Yep. Again, I don't know if you heard it. I have Daxter. Oh yeah, I forgot they did Jack and Daxter on there. It's the only Jack and Daxter game I've ever played. I actually, uh, when I found my PSP a few months ago, I found. A cable that charged it. It's not the official cable. And Daxter still looks really good. It looks really good for being like a 15-year-old game on a on a handheld. Man, what's, there, there's a lot of games on there that look just crazy good for a handle. And, and they had like they had movies that you could buy for yeah, too. That yeah, you could buy full movies. They, they looked pretty good actually on there. The UMDs though, I had so many that I had to tape together because they were falling apart. Oh, God, yeah. Universal Media Disc, I think it's what it stood for. Yep, that's right. Uh, and then we had the, the 3DS, which... what Did anything with the controls change between DS and 3DS? No, they, they added... The the 3DS is just packed full of shit. Like, I know it has... It has, um... Was it stereo? It's like a stereoscopic, so you can like move it all over the place. And yeah, like you can tip that's right. Out. It's got cameras. Um, it's got, yeah, but it's got it's got two cameras. Um, it's got uh, I think it's like the 3ds XL has um. It's got extra shoulder buttons. It's got two extra shoulder buttons. I forget what the hell they're called. Wait, does it really? You're just making yeah. this up. 
Because my dad... No, my dad has the DS XL. He doesn't have the 3DS XL. I had the 3DS XL. Okay, so there's there's L and CL, and then there's R and then CR. Is that the new Nintendo 3DS XL? The one with the little nubs? Yes. Yep. Ah, see, I had the old Nintendo 3DS XL. I didn't have the little nub. What, what did that... Did that nub work as a stick? Yeah, um, on, uh... Um, was it Dragon Quest Eight? Yeah, you can use that to control your camera. It's it's kind of finicky and hard to use. Um, so I I use it like sparingly, but you can also use it on a Ever Oasis and like a few other games, and it works all right. I mean, I'd rather just use the uh, L and R to move the camera, but it's all right. I I know I'm in the minority, but I loved the 3D effect. I had that thing on full blast whenever I could. It's it's really really rad on the. Uh, on Kirby Planet Robobot because you could like go in between like the foreground and the background and that shit was sweet. I like the Pokemon battles. That's my, <laughs> my 3DS was a Pokemon machine. That was that was it. Um, and then the PS Vita. I've never touched a PlayStation Vita. I haven't either. Um, I've heard that it's really sweet though because it's got like an OLED screen, which basically just means that all, every single pixel yeah. is uh is backlit, so it's got better color. But whatever. It's got the oh, back touch. The the back of the console, the handheld is a touch glass. Oh, I didn't know that. That's sweet. Yeah. So like, uh, Tearaway, I think was the only game that used it, and so you could like use your fingers to swipe on the back to make things go away on the screen. Christmas. And it's got two that's sticks, that's which is what the PS the PSP really needed two sticks. So it's good that they they did that with the Vita. Oh, wasn't it also touchscreen as well? Yep, yep. Really, I honestly think, like, really great system, way too expensive. The memory sticks were way too expensive. Yeah. I remember that, that whole fiasco with the memory mm -hmm. sticks just being way too expensive. It was... proprietary-owned thing. Yeah. They? Yeah, you couldn't use standard SD cards or whatever. You had to buy the PlayStation Vita memory cards, which were, like, $60 yep. each, I want to say. Just, rip, rip. just a mess, and and yeah, so Sony doesn't make those anymore, and then uh, and then they sk somehow skip from the 3DS to the Switch, which is the biggest handheld jump in existence, I would say. So too, because I mean, no, it really is. Because I know, I mean, they had like goofy like peripherals, like for, like for the PS One, they had like. I guess it wouldn't be called a handheld, but they had like that little TV thing you could like yeah. strap to it, and it had like power to it as well too. But that's not a handheld. We're skipping that. We're going to the Switch now. Yeah, it's it's huge. <laughs> yeah, the Switch as a handheld still doesn't feel good. <laughs> the sticks are still bad. The D-pad's still bad, but it looks so good. <laughs> Another kind of big gripe I have about the Switch is that like. It probably could have made like the vent a little bit bigger too. Sometimes it, the thing does get like really hot. Yeah. And uh, well, that's and, and, like my my kind of by the vent. Mine is, I guess it, it's starting or so I'm, my gosh, I'm stumbling over myself. Mine's been starting to like kind of come apart there by the vent, but it hasn't gotten like bad at all. It's just I'm afraid to look at mine. I I just know that with like more recent games, it, it's pushing that hardware. As far as it oh, can yeah. go. 
<laughs> it definitely is. They're going to release Overwatch 2 on the Switch. How are they going to do that? It barely runs Overwatch 1. Oh. But that's how my yeah. wife plays it. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, what the hell was it? They, they somehow got Doom to run on that thing, and that still blows my mind. Oh it's my like, gosh, and, and Wolfenstein? And, uh... I was about to say Bioshock, but I guess that was from like last. That was from like the 360. So that's, that's not all that. Yeah, I believe that one. <laughs> it's still pretty impressive, though. Um, I forgot to mention. I was gonna say when we were talking about the Wii U. Uh, obviously, the Wii U, known as the system that uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild came out on. Oh yeah. That's what it was made for. It was originally supposed to just be a Wii U game, and it took them so long. They were like, "Let's bring it to Switch too." Yeah, this thing's on its way out. That, no one owns yeah. any. <laughs> God, and it's still so sad. I could I could probably talk for for a good minute about the Wii U, but man, it's so sad. Whenever I boot that thing up, I get kind of like teary. I'm like, no. Oh, I'm what sure. Could it, it, it could have been a like. It's it's weird because they tried too. They had tons of games out of the gate for it. Like they had the Mass Effects. They had the Batman's. They had. EA Sports was in on it, Ubisoft was in on it, and then no one bought it. Yeah, and like, and they had they had Splatoon, yeah. Bayonetta, they had freaking um, Deus Rayman. Ag, Rayman. They had exclusives. They had a uh, third party support. They had the the virtual console, but oh, the virtual was so good on the Wii. God. That, that's not that's not a controller. No, I had one more listed. I'm not sure if it counts. Uh, keyboard and keyboard and mouse. Ooh, it's something you use. You use it to control video games. It's true. You you control your computer with it too. Like yeah, that counts. Yeah, um, I've never been a fan, <laughs> but I do it anyways. Uh, <laughs> It's it's taken me a long time to get used to it because different games use different buttons. I've never been able to play a game with a hot bar, like uh, World of Warcraft or any of those, with, where like every single number. How do you, I don't know how people do that. And my mouse has two buttons on the thumb, but I I'm only able to use one of them at a time because it gets confusing for me. The the scroll wheel is nice for games, I guess. That's that's cool. What do you think about the keyboard and mouse? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're all right. I, I really, I I don't own like a gaming PC, but um, the keyboard and mouse I have for my work computer, like they're they're a keyboard and mouse, all right. They clickety clack and they clickety click, and my mouse wheel stopped working, so I can't say much about that. But um, yeah, I mean, I I remember I played like. Maybe a little bit of Half Life and like maybe a little bit of uh, Battlefront 2 on PC like a while ago, mm-hmm. and how I played with Wazd and mouse like a little bit, used an overpad to switch weapons. I think it was alright. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. I guess it, it definitely has the most buttons of any controller possible, <laughs> and I'm glad oh. that people like it. It really, you really can't go wrong with, with any controller we've talked about. Or in existence, except for the, um, the Atari Jaguar and the yeah yeah what Amiga CD32. Though those can just everyone's gonna toss those in a barrel and burn them. Yeah. The other one, the other ones are great though. 
Yeah, I'm looking back, and like, if you put any of these controllers in my hand, I can game with them, and and that's that's what's most important, I suppose. That's right. As long as they tell me which button is to shoot and which button is to jump, that's it. That's all I need. Then you can play Mario Kart just fine. Right. Um, you could. Uh, I could play 85 hours of Yu-Gi-Oh with just the D-pad and the A button just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's every controller that is important and which ones are good and bad and weird and if you know, what's what's your opinion of controllers? Tell us on Twitter and yell at us, yell at other people, do whatever. Send us an email, we got a Facebook page, you can find it. Yeah, I mean, send us your, like, freakiest controllers because there, there's some pretty gnarly ones out there uh yeah interact with us in any way please we're starving for attention <laughs> seriously <laughs> starving um what what is going to be our topic in next week's episode oh man i've been bouncing between two let me find my tangents real fast um we're gonna go with uh with game soundtracks i knew it i knew this was going to be coming i've literally been planning ahead yeah. because i knew you were going to bring this up eventually a soundtrack is just a good soundtrack is just sometimes it's make or break for well I guess it isn't. A good soundtrack is just it's it's just it's so good. And you know who almost never remembers music in video games? This guy, but I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> I do I do have some in mind that I really like and they're good music. So look forward to that, listeners. Uh, anything else you wanna say to the, the listeners, Aaron? Um, I mean, if you guys have anything else you want us to talk about or have any, like, topics, any topics you want to hear us talk about and yammer on about and then get sidetracked and then slap ourselves back in a sense about talking about that topic, um, again, we're starving for attention. Uh, Twitter, Gmail, Facebook <laughs> that I keep forgetting I have. <laughs> and don't forget to buy Vandenberg eggs. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.